Jams 105.3 is sitting there pretty with me, your favorite radio reverend preach easy here on this easy Sunday. What's coming is what's better than what's been. See, for some of us, it may be even difficult to sing that song. What's coming is better than what's been. You may be the type of person where you say easy. I, I, I've sung this song before. I, I've said this once before. I've sung the song, what's coming is what's better than what's been. And guess what, Easy? Guess what happened? It happened again. It, the bad things kept happening. Those bad patterns kept occurring. Those bad habits kept showing up. Those same issues and predicaments that I thought I was able to get over, Easy, they show back up. I thought what's coming was what's better than what's been. But see, if you're able to say that statement, if you're able to say, I, I, I've done this, I've, I've seen this, I've gone from this past issue, I praised and had faith to go in and had this blessing, but now I'm back in this issue. If you have the blessing to even just say that, let me tell you, that is a blessing because you are showing your ability to peep patterns. You're showing your ability to pay attention to a series of actions that have an intelligible design. You're able to peep patterns. And that is a critical skill to simply being a human. See, we overlook the idea of patterns as a big thing because it's the base thing that humans do. In kindergarten, you learn to put patterns together. You get your red block, then you get your blue block, then you get your red block again. And if you mess up the pattern, then your teacher comes in and says, no, 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 no. You need another block to complete the pattern because you're not just putting colors together randomly. You're not just having a sequence of events. They are put together in some kind of order. There is some intelligent design to it, to, to some level. If not on purpose when putting it together, then when we see it in a particular instance, in a certain circumstance, we can peep the pattern. That's how early man decided. That's how early humanity grew out and developed a lot of their base understandings from mathematics to discovering fire to learning how to survive. That is all built on patterns. Simply going red, red, blue, blue, red, red, blue, blue. Simple base stuff, we learn this all the time, but we overlook the, the, the knowledge that we can gain from patterns. Now you're probably thinking, easy, I, I, I didn't show up, wake up all extra early on my Sunday to have you telling me about patterns. If I wanted to learn about patterns, I could have looked outside and dressed myself correctly. I could have figured something out that way. Easy, I'm trying to figure out what the hegemony does patterns have to do with what you're preaching about today. I'm glad you asked because see, I want to establish something. And if you don't get anything else from today, get this. Forgiveness is not a pattern. Forgiveness is not a pattern. Forgiveness is a process. See, we often can sometimes, especially as Christians or as people working to make ourselves better, we feel like we're supposed to be good people. We feel like we're supposed to make ourselves more moral. We're supposed to grow and develop. We can sometimes feel like forgiveness or growth is a pattern. 
we keep on ending up at square one. The thing with patterns is you can start with red, then you can go to blue, then maybe a purple and an orange, but eventually you're going to get back to that original starting point. The issue that a lot of people have is we run into difficulties because we think forgiveness, we think growth is a pattern. And so we keep on purpose, intelligently recreating this pattern. So maybe we'll have an issue, we'll have a problem, and then a friend will make us realize it. Or maybe a situation will open our eyes to seeing, hmm, I could have handled this a better way. And so then for a while, we try and get better, we try and develop, we work on it, we have it at the forefront of our mind, but then we slip up and we make a mistake. Oh, darn it, this messed up my pattern. I was going red, red, blue, but I was supposed to keep going red, red, red. And now that we have this blue, we, we, we process and we think, okay, well, I, I, somebody showed me that the reds, uh, straight reds don't make a pattern, so I'm gonna add a little blue here. But then it messes us up because a pattern will bring us all the way back to square one. And then when we realize that our mistake, our issue, this behavior, this trait that we've kept going and keeping with us, when we go back to that square one point, we beat ourselves up. We feel like we don't deserve to try again. And so it can become harder and harder to even imagine, to even think that we could become better, that we could grow or do better. Because here we are again at square one. We're stuck in this pattern. Patterns are the base understanding of how people could understand there is a system, there's some order, some logic to this. Patterns are the base understanding for us putting together and reasoning that our world was created by God. Even if we didn't have the divine inspiration, seeing patterns out in life is how we figure these things out. But see, patterns are the base understanding of understanding. Patterns are the base understanding of logic. When you're a child, your teachers teach you patterns. Red block, blue block, purple block. Do it again. Red block, blue block, purple block. Do it again. Red block, blue block, purple block. That's a pattern. But then your teacher teaches you a process. And your teacher says, red block, blue block, now becomes purple block. There's no more red, there's no more blue. It is just now purple. That, my friends, is a process. A process is a series of actions hoping to achieve an end. Some end result, some end goal. That is a process. That, my friends, my favorite KJAMS listeners, my beautiful followers on Instagram and Facebook at Live with Preach Easy, nudge, nudge, hint, hint. That is our focus for today. Forgiveness is a process, a series of actions hoping to achieve some end result. You're hoping for a completely different product, but fully recognizing what you are starting with. See, a pattern would be red and then a blue and then another red and then another blue and then you toss a purple in there but you end up back at the red and then the blue and then the red and then the blue and then the purple you're starting over it's a cycle but a process takes your red takes your blue tosses them together and says here's your purple 
We did a series of actions and now you have a completely different product. But see, the difference is what we can get so caught up on is that we sometimes in our situations when we are stuck in a pattern, we want to deny our red half and just focus on our blue. We want to say, I want to be completely just blue. I want to be completely, I want to only tell the truth even though I know I'm a habitual liar. So from now on, I am only gonna tell the truth. Well, how can you be a habitual liar that only tells the truth? That's like having a red dot say that I'm going to be a blue square. The definitions don't add up. Because what we're doing is when you're trying to work within a process, you're going from one extreme to the other extreme, and then you're getting mad when you have to keep forcing and bouncing back and forth. See, we want to just deny our shortcomings. We want to deny the red half of ourselves just so we can be blue like everybody else. Or, better yet, we want to deny or add another part of ourselves that is not attached to us. We want to add a piece of blue into our red just so that we could stop being red. See, that's the issue. When we understand forgiveness as a pattern, that I have to go from this extreme to the completely opposite extreme, you're going to keep rebounding back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because you're going from extreme to extreme. You're dealing with a habitual liar that is trying to only tell the truth. These are two logical fallacies. They don't work together. So instead, you have to create a whole new product. You have to go through the process. You have to add the red to the blue and get purple. But you cannot deny the half that is red and the half that is blue. And see, this is the issue. Because we think that because we have some aspect of us that was negative, some aspect of us that was a shortcoming, some aspect of us that was sinful, that was undesirable, we think that because of that, we don't deserve the process of forgiveness. We don't deserve the process of getting better because we even started off at one extreme. We started off being a liar. We started off being a thief. We started off being angry. We started off being unloved or forgotten about. And so because of that, we think if we have to go from one extreme to the other extreme, if I'm gonna be abandoned, then everybody has to love me unconditionally. If I have to be hurt, then I'm gonna hurt everybody. If I have to be forgotten about, then I'll forget about everybody else. We go from extreme to extreme. But we don't ever sit there and try and work through the process. And a lot of times it's because we think we don't deserve the process. See, let me break it down for you because I've been avoided. I haven't touched the scripture, but let me give you some scripture. Let me tell you why you deserve the process. I'm going to start it off in Matthew chapter 18, verses 22. See, this in Matthew, Matthew is the main crux of the Bible. When you get the other three gospels, uh, for the most part, they build off of Matthew. So when I'm pulling from Matthew, I'm pulling from the main, everybody else is pulling from here too. And in Matthew, the disciples are trying to be smart with Jesus. They're like, Jesus, <laughs> look, I'm going to get them. How often should we forgive our neighbors? Should we do it seven times seven, Jesus? Look, look, I got him, I got him. 
but because you you only get that 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 was a, a, a getcha moment if you understand that seven times seven in that understanding was perfection times perfection how many times should we give forgiveness jesus until until completion until completion and jesus says oh y'all think you're clever you think you're cute that's fine forgive them 70 times 70 and then 70 times that see what the disciples were asking was jesus is forgiveness a pattern how often should we go through this cycle of pattern of forgiveness how often should we commit sin be brought to our attention of it and then be forgiven and work and go through the cycle again how often should we go through this pattern of forgiveness and jesus says no it's not a pattern of forgiveness it is a process of forgiveness when you are forgiven through me there is a new product that changes when you work on forgiveness in your own heart there's a new product you can't go back you are now purple you're not red red blue blue you are now a whole different product, an alternate creation. See, but understand, that's not saying you are one extreme to the other extreme. That's not saying you're going from a habitual liar to a habitual truth teller. What that's saying is you are now recognizing you had a history of lying, but you want a future of telling the truth. You're putting those things together and you're creating a brand new process. You deserve that. See, you deserve this process. Matthew chapter 18, 22, how often should we forgive seven times 70, seven times seven? No, 70 times 70. Forgiveness is not a pattern. It's not a count of how many cycles you go through. Forgiveness is a process. When you go through the forgiveness of God, when you change your life, when you accept Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior of your life, you recognize, hey, I make mistakes, but God, you still, for whatever reason, want me in your life. You still want me in your kingdom. You still care about me for whatever reason. Lord, I'm dirty but you will take my praise when you accept that into your life you are now working on the process of forgiveness you're no longer trying to turn red into blue you're now combining red with your blue to make purple you are now a new product a new creation this is the process of forgiveness but see, you deserve forgiveness because a lot of times we think because we even had blue, because we even had red, because we even had a color that was not acceptable in God's eyes, we don't deserve forgiveness. We don't deserve this process. But let me tell you, see, even Paul, you, if you go out of the four gospels and you go to the latter half of the New Testament, the majority of the latter half of the New Testament is written by Paul. Paul's writing letters to all of the early churches around the early world at that point, telling them how to be a Christian. And despite all of this, Paul raises this in the book of Corinth, in the book of Corinthians, chapter 12, 7 through 1. And yet I am still afflicted with this thorn in my flesh, though... I may try and raise and grow this thorn in my flesh. It keeps me from becoming boastful and prideful. 
Paul is talking about a constant sin, something that is within his flesh. When you understand you're talking about Paul, Paul always talks about the flesh, the body, as being this negative aspect, as being your limitations in life, as because your fingers can only go so far, but your mind can extend. And so for Paul, that flesh is the limitation. And so the constant thorn in his limitation, the constant thing that keeps holding him back from being everything that God calls him to be is there. And it doesn't go away. But see, that's the difference between a pattern and a process. A pattern would say it doesn't go away, and so you're always going to be forced to start with square one. But a process will say, since it doesn't go away, we're going to figure out how to hold adjustments for that. A process says, I recognize that you are a habitual liar, so we're going to create a process. We're going to make accountability to where now, whenever you feel like lying, there are steps to where you can go around it. We won't just expect you to stop being a habitual liar. We're going to give you steps to correct it. So we recognize that you are just as much red as you can be blue. So every time you get a little bit more red, we're going to toss some blue in there. So it balances out and keeps you at that purple product that you want. See, the thorn in your flesh, the thing that keeps holding you back, the reason why you keep saying, I don't deserve forgiveness. I don't deserve to go through this process. I don't deserve to have a relationship with God. You're not alone in that. The very writer of the Bible tells and is sharing with the early Christian's dog. He's saying very clearly, I don't have it all figured out. There's a thorn in my side that I can't get rid of. My head keeps looking whenever I see somebody that catches my eye. I still get mad at people. I still feel restrained. I still feel like I can't escape from the systems around me. I still feel like I degrade others, like I put others down. There is still this thorn in my side, but yet through the forgiveness, through the process of forgiveness, I can manage. If you're working with a pattern of forgiveness, you will keep saying, because the thorn at my side, I am worthless and I have to start over. And since I have to start over, I might as well be the worst me I can be. But if you understand forgiveness is a process, that you didn't throw away that part of you, but you are now accounting for it. You are now dealing with it. You are now working with that other half of you so you can balance it out. You know it will be there. You know you have a drinking problem. You know you're lazy. You know you get angry, you get frustrated, you shut down. You know that you run away from situations and problems. You know that you can't commit your all because you're still hurt. You know these things. But instead of managing them, instead of working on them, instead of turning forgiveness into a process, you are stuck in the pattern. Going red, red, blue, blue, purple, red, red, blue, blue, purple. Starting over at scratch one, at the start, at scratch one, at the first base, because you'll wake up, realize you have a problem. Somebody will say something to you. You'll try your hardest for a little bit and then you'll relapse stuck in this pattern because you think growth is supposed to be this pattern but in reality your growth forgiveness it is a process you're not going red red blue blue purple purple you're going red you're taking that blue and you're tossing it together you're making a whole new product calling it purple forgiveness is a process it's a series of actions aiming to get a whole different result but to do that, you have to be rec you have to recognize your patterns, patterns, your patterns. A pattern is an intelligible 
series of events, or, or even something put together with some discernment that is only seen in certain predicaments. For certain patterns, you may only see them in certain situations. You may only get mad at the game, but it still makes the people around you uncomfortable when they have to hear you yelling and breaking things. You may only shut down whenever people aren't hearing your opinion, but you never hear their opinion. See, you may only do these issues or have this problem in these certain situations, but guess what, friends? That's also how patterns work. Green isn't always tossed in a pattern except in certain situations. Things don't always occur or are obvious to be in a pattern until you place yourself in certain situations. And see, a lot of us will be stuck in saying, well, well, why are they so stuck on my patterns? Why do they keep bringing this up? Why do they keep trying? Um, don't they see? Don't, didn't they hear that I'm switching up, that, that I'm, I'm trying to be a better Christian, that I'm trying to be a better person, that I'm trying? We, we had that intervention. We had this conversation. Don't they see that I'm, I'm trying to go on this pattern? What are they not getting? And a lot of times we will take acknowledgement of a pattern, the conversation that there is a problem, and we will see that as an attack. We will take it accountability as an attack. But let me tell you, friends, somebody recognizing your problem, somebody interacting with you based off of your pattern, somebody responding off of the series of events that you consistently do, whether you try and stop lying, you go for a really good time and then you relapse, that is a pattern that people now have to respond to. And you may think they're easy, that's not fair. Why do they get, just get to respond to these patterns that sometimes I can't even control? What the, that doesn't even make any sense. Easy, you talked about God recognizing and seeing us for who we are, not off of our actions, but here it is. Your patterns are presenting what you will consistently do. Your patterns are how you present yourself. Your patterns are how others will recognize you. And you may be thinking, easy, that, that don't make no sense. You have a pattern whenever you introduce yourself. You say, my name is this. Me llamo es this. My name is Preach Easy. Now, throughout the week, I won't introduce myself as Preach Easy, but every Sunday at some point, I will always come back to this name. That is a pattern. Every time you introduce yourself using that name, it is a pattern. But your name becomes a process, guess what? When you change it. When you change your name, that pattern of introducing yourself this way, how people once responded to you, changes. When women change their last name, or men, because let's be open to it, when they change their last name, whether from marriage or whether because they want to change or be away from a certain style of their family, that is a process that is giving us a new product, the same way that forgiveness should. It should give you a new product. It shouldn't be a pattern of consistently presenting the same thing. Forgiveness should be a product. This is something different. Yeah, I see a little bit of that blue in your purple, but I definitely see that's purple. See, accountability is not an attack. That is people recognizing what you are presenting. Your patterns present, but your process can present even further. See. Your name, when you change it, 
That is the process. You are presenting something different. This is a new product. And this may be a little bit more difficult for men because they don't, they're not forced to often to have to change their name. Understanding that their patterns do that their patterns do not constantly portray what they want. And let's raise that. Because for a lot of times it can be difficult for men, for women, however, to change their patterns because of pride because they feel that they have grown so much that they could that that their relapse is not possible that recognizing their problem that recognizing their pattern is now an attack on them but hear me accountability is not an attack jesus had to even hold his disciples accountable when somebody holds you accountable they are not attacking you they're not doing it out of malice out of hate they're doing it because they love you they're showing you what you are presenting in your pattern. Jesus goes to Peter and holds him accountable. Right before Jesus dies, Jesus says, Peter, you know you're going to deny me. Three times, in fact. And Peter gets defensive. No, Jesus, it, it, it couldn't be me. You, you got it mixed up. It has to be somebody else, anybody else. But Jesus says, no, it'll actually be three times. You'll deny me. Now, don't get me wrong, Peter. I still love you. I'm still going to go up on this hill and die for you, but I'm holding you accountable. By the morning time, you're going to deny me three times. And I'm just letting you know, but I'm holding you accountable, rec letting you recognize this is going to be a pattern unless you turn it into a process. Unless you recognize this and switch the final product, this is going to be a pattern. But Peter, I need something more from you. Peter, I need you to be my rock. That's why I changed your name. I changed your name, Peter, for you to be my rock. But this, if this becomes a pattern for you, you will not be my rock. You will consistently go back and forth. You will not be able to be the rock I build my church off of. But if you change this, if you make this a process, Peter, if you don't deny me again after these three times you will have shown you are a different product. Accountability is not an attack. It's a check-in. It's helping you adjust, but the only way you can go from a pattern to a process is with accountability. Somebody saying, recognizing, hey, I know that you want to be purple, but do you know you're red right now? Hey, hey, I know you wanna be green, but did you know you're only blue right now? You need a little bit more of this. You need a little more color. You need to adjust this. You need to adjust that. Sometimes they can be attacks on you, but not every time somebody tells you this is your pattern. This is what you present. Not every time that's an attack. Oftentimes that is simply them responding. This is the name that you gave me. I'm responding and using this name back. This is the information you gave me about how to respond to you. This is the information you gave me. This is the pattern that you've shown me. This is how I'm going to respond to you. A pattern is nothing but intelligible information. You can get a lot of information from a pattern, but not if you don't recognize that there is a pattern to begin with. And a pattern, that information means nothing if you can't process it, if you can't use it. You can run all the codes in the world on the computer, but if I can't watch my YouTube videos at two o'clock in the morning, What's the point? Having the pattern is fine. We're all born within a pattern, but recognizing, holding ourselves accountable, not taking that as an attack, accepting that that part of us is a part of us. If you are purple, 
you have to recognize you're both red and blue, even if you don't like the red part. You have to understand that your process cannot take apart the parts of you that you don't like. You have to hold those, accept those, but adjust to those. You have to hold them in restraint. If you know that you want to be purple, but the red part of you is your habitual lying part, and you got to control that, then you got to add just as much blue to your red as possible. You got to learn to peep your patterns. Don't take accountability as an attack. Understand forgiveness is a process. So you got to trust that process because you deserve the process. Just because you relapsed, just because you went back, just because you made the same mistake again, does not mean the pattern will stay with you forever. It just means that you now have to learn how to adjust it, how to manage it. Trust the process. Just because you see a little bit of red when all you wanted was purple does not mean you've relapsed, does not mean you've gone back. It means you now have the chance to adjust, to hold yourself accountable, to be open to accountability. Peep your patterns, trust the process. But maybe you're sitting here and you're like, easy, I, I, you're talking about forgiveness, you're talking about it being a process, but I, I don't even know the first steps for forgiveness. Well, let me introduce you to a prayer. Take the time now, if you're not driving on the radio, if you're, if you're not doing something on the Instagram, come before the Lord and say, Lord, Heavenly Creator, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for forgiveness being a process. I recognize my shortcomings, my mess ups, my slip ups, Lord. But I recognize you can make me new again. Make me new, Lord, I confess it with my mouth. May I hold myself accountable and be open to accountability. May I be able to peep the patterns and trust the process. For it's in your son's mighty name we pray. Ashe and amen. I appreciate you to my Insta family.